Just months ago, a group of four once unfamiliar Pokemon trainers banded together for safety and companionship, trapped in the locked-down Hoenn region, trying to return to their families. Now they face down a violent creature from another world who threatens their chances of ever going home again. Schmidt, Elodie, Gimli, and Cindy are the Quacko Paco, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. Last time on Dunsparce and Drampa... The Quacko Paco bore witness to a climactic interruption of the Draconids' final Millennium Festival. Shortly after, it was determined that Schmidt is not only son to Faulkner, a Johto region flying-type gym leader, but also grandson to Walker, a Draconid elder, but additionally, Schmidt has been revealed to be the last known surviving Lorekeeper after Zinnia's disappearance. Lorekeeper being a role that is sacred to the Draconids as a steward of their legacy and the rare individuals to be recognized as ambassadors to the legendary Pokemon and Draconic Guardian of Hoenn, Rayquaza. Schmidt interacted with the Draconid artifact, the Keeper Gem, and soon thereafter, a meteor struck Draconid Village, obliterating the home of the Draconids and sending smoke and supersonic smithereens in every direction one shard of which dealt likely mortal damage to the Quacko Paco companion, Symmetra. Symmetra's mysterious gifted Pokeball released itself, being revealed to be a powerful Alakazam named Kaz, riddled with contusions and scars around his body. Kaz teleported the gravely injured Sam to an unknown location after warning the residents of Draconid Village of impending death and despair. An ancient alien enemy of Hoenn emerged from the remains of the meteor from a mysterious pitch-black triangle, a humanoid creature with a soulless gaze, writhing tentacle arms, and impossibly fast movement. The emergence of the terrifying creature prompts battle poses from the Draconid elders and some of the visiting trainers, while many of those trainers begin to flee in panic. Cindy, Gimli, Elodie, and Schmidt. What are you going to do? Uh, shit, dude. Everything that just happened just happened. Yeah. Shit, dude, I don't know. Right, it's so funny because, like, I feel like we had like a month to process what to do. <laughs> think and like, we still have it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, mm, okay. Alpha Soli. Um, <laughs> Just Alpha Soli, right? Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to touch a stone. Yeah, I oh, think it's. Uh, touch the stone. If, uh, if, uh, if the elders are getting in battle position, I think Schmidt will follow suit. Yeah, I think I will also follow yeah. suit. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, Cindy, are you telling a joke or are you legitimately trying to do the thing with the Atlas Stone? I will uh, at minimum attempt to do the thing with the Atlas Stone. Okay. You may prepare that action so that it goes off flawlessly when your turn actually begins, but now it is time to roll initiative. The physical boys. 18. Okay. (laughs) 12. 17. And that's with your dex mods? Oh, shit. Dex mod. My dex uh, mod of zero? Absolutely. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> I would like to take this moment before any combat starts just to do two things. I want you all to review your inventory, make sure you know what you have, and also make sure you know which four captured Pokemon you have with you. And you have a, if you have any Pokemon that are uncaptured, also track that in your head. Or write it down. It doesn't have to be in make. your head. Yeah, please just be aware of all of that. A couple things about this initiative 
it was probably going to hit initiative no matter what. I just want to see what was on your guys' mind. Classic D&D has things called a challenge rating where you have a monster block and like it gives you a number that is supposed to represent how strong a party of four should be to tackle this. I don't really have that, but the challenge ratings are also used descriptively. Like they're like easy, medium, hard, challenging, etc. I would rank this encounter as deadly. Okay, so please process your actions with that in mind. It is rare that a creature that comes from space challenges at least like 13 trainers at once. So just set in the scene. I don't want you to be caught off guard. One more thing. (laughs) One more thing. Sorry, one more thing. Uh, We've had a couple boss battles before, and you are all familiar. And within D&D in general, there's something called legendary actions. Uh, I've been doing them kind of wrong. So this will be me testing them out properly how they're supposed to work is one well really this is the whole thing that i was messing up there's like a inventory of them and you can only use each type of them once and they can only be used as reactions on not the boss's turn so that's the only time legendary things happen oh yeah because sometimes they were just like happening yeah i was kind of just doing them and i still think it worked out but i had the preconception for this encounter to be like oh this happens only on reactions not on their turn and they can only use the type of them once so like you know if i i won't give an example but i think you can interpret that correct yeah first on initiative is the strange alien creature um they rolled the highest everyone in this room in this chamber in this hole in meteor falls sees this thing just emerge from a pitch black shape from the center of the meteor. There's smoke everywhere. Um, There's still dust settling. Parts of the buildings that have been destroyed are still crumbling. There's sounds of Pokemon scurrying, and a bunch of trainers are fleeing. About half of the ones that came to celebrate this ritual are just turntailed and just got out of here. They're running up the stairs. Looking at this creature's body, it seems just, like, not organic. Like, it seems like it's corporeal. It seems like it exists but the material it's made out of is like both somehow metallic and also feels like it's a projection of light. It's not like anything you've seen before. It doesn't make sense. It has two tentacles on either side of its humanoid body, like where arms should be, and they're constantly twirling in a double helix um, as if there's no joint or anything like organic body parts shouldn't move that way. This creature looks around, gathers its surroundings, and in an instant, its body just morphs it just completely changes what it looks like um it becomes much more angular its tentacle arms merge into one single tentacle and it looks incredibly fast uh it is going to choose its target the most threatening opponent to this creature seems to be jenga and his tyrantrum it dashes over to jenga in a fraction of a second locks eyes with tyrantrum and it uh, channels a beam from a gem on its chest and blasts it towards the pair. This alien creature charges this beam, and just there was no time to react for the Tyrantrum whatsoever, and it just blasts into its face, into its jaw, dealing 44 points of seemingly psychic-type damage. This creature changes its shape yet again. It becomes completely rigid, and its arms turn into walls, seemingly, and it dashes forward, choosing its next target, which is, ooh, that's going to be Soul Eater. Very cool. It lifts one of its wall arms and slams them down into Soli and rolls quite low. Does a 14 hit? No, 14 does not hit. Just in a fraction of a second, Soli is able to just narrowly jump out of the way 
and it slams its wall arm into the ground, and there is a very deep impression where it used to be. Uh, it locks eyes with Cindy, and it opts to go for one more attack. It changes its form, once again, to a more angular form, but this one, this one seems a little more offensive. The gem is more clearly exposed, and it seems like it is eager to deal some more damage. Um, this time, they choose Scarlet and Absol, the gambling woman who was trying to influence Cindy just earlier. She decided to stick around and take her chances, so to speak, on this fight. The alien twirls one of its tentacles into a fist, a giant, like, cartoonish-looking fist, and just smacks it right down onto Absol. That does hit. That is super effective. Dealing 68 points of fighting-type damage. Absol is still up by a little bit. Uh, Scarlet recoils in terror as she can't believe what she just saw. This creature's turn is over. It's your turn, Elodie. Yay! <laughs> so happy to be here. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Yay! I already have Cabbage out. I am going to have Cabbage go for a decorate onto Soul Eater. Nice. Love it. You don't have to roll for that or anything, right? It just happens, correct? Yes. Cool. So Soli has attacks with advantage and disadvantage with damaging DC saves imposes. And then you also upgrade all of damage dice rolls by one tier. So that would be like a D8 to a D10, D10 to a D12, etc. So that's pretty cool. That's sick. That is your action. Is there anything else that's happening between Elodie and Cabbage? I think Elodie is going to have Grape Juice come out. Okay, I will allow that as long as Grape Juice doesn't do anything. Yeah, no, um, I just wanted to bring it up. Yeah, that sounds great. Elodie using her time wisely, having Cabbage decorate on Soli. A lot of little uh, bits of fairy energy decorate Soli's body, and she feels all ramped up. And out comes the Marsh Stomp, Grape Juice. Ready for action. Grape Juice can immediately tell that there is danger, and Grape Juice is here to protect their friends. I believe that's it for you. Yes, that'll be it for me. Gimli, what's the plan? Um, so right now, I technically have Bean and Trevor out. And you guys have never seen Bean before, I guess, technically, but I yeah, guess true. it's not important right now <laughs> to everybody else. Bean uh, is a monstrosity <clears throat> at the moment. If I if I have a plan, do I have to wait for my turn to communicate it? Um, not necessarily, especially if you want to coordinate with your allies to like do some sort of combo thing or like you. Yeah, if it's simple and short, like maybe you're like, don't attack it yet or something, then like you can definitely communicate that. Yeah. Can you pin it? Can I pin it? Yeah. Um, might be I know you have some tombs made out of rocks so you can. Um, so none of my guys out have rock tomb, but I can attempt maneuvers with probably Trevor. So I have an I have an idea to I I might so I was gonna with Bean Shadow Sneak in next to him and then Sandstorm. So he has a rough time. Cool. Um Shadow Sneak is just a bonus action that happens. And Sandstorm um, just happens. <laughs> I think uh, that's fine. Uh if you can pin it next turn, because I think I need to do a little setup. Well that's just well. Bean. I think Trevor then can make that move to attempt to I want to say it's like grapple, but I don't know how Trevor does reasonably. Um, Sit on him. Yeah, because I don't have rock tomb like I do with like Torkoal or something. Are you? Yeah, do you, we can grappling is just like a strength versus strength check generally. 
unless there's a special situation. Yeah, so I'm going to do first the shadow sneak to get in proximity of Deoxys with Beam. Okay. So we're going to open with that. Sure. Uh, and that is to damage. attack, right? Uh, yeah, it's a bonus action to attack. So let me roll for that. Either way, it puts me in position, which is the important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, does a 19 hit? It does. Okay. That is for super effective damage, I that, believe. Correct. That is correct. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to give its first turn ambiguity, but no beating around the bush. This is Deoxys. And, this is standard Deoxys. And it has three forms. Attack, speed, and defense. It is currently in attack form. Um, 11 damage. Nice, we'll take it. And then we'll Bean has a follow-up. Uh, yeah, so then we Sandstorm right after. Now, um, Bean got an, uh, an, an upgrade on Evolution. Yeah, I was so. about to read that, actually. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, now that I have, for one of my abilities, Abyssal Husk. So while in Sandstorm, Beans saves against any damaging effect that may result in a crit, or unless it results in a critical failure, uh, he does not take damage at all. So if there's any saving throws I have to do. If I succeed, then I take no damage. True. While I'm in Sandstorm. Very true. And then Sandstorm on top of that gives me uh, actual advantage on saving throws. So very, very nice. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, and I think, is that the only one? Not yet. And I'm rocking the very first time. Uh, they take a die of damage based on level rounding up. Rocks gain advantage on saving throws. Okay. So Deoxys should take the damage in the Sandstorm since technically he just entered it. Is that correct? Like after uh, I activate it on his turn? I think it's the, at the end of each of their turns, is it not? Um, I, I the have first time written. or begins of their turn inside the area. Uh, yep, yeah. absolutely. I have it written. Yeah. So they Good take rate. their proficiency modifier and damage, right? Great. Cool. Yeah. And then Trevor's going to move in and attempt to like latch itself to grapple. Kind of like, um, you know, like a four pronged vice, because that's how a boulder would look like trying to do that. Sure, so sure, sure. Like, trying to wrap around him, try to contain those tentacles of his. Yeah. So, I guess it's a strength v strength. Yeah, let's just do a strength v strength. This is attack strength form, strength so I just yeah. letting you know. Yeah, I mean, you gotta try it anyway, regardless of the form. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they rolled kind of low, which is a 22. I rolled a 23. Wow, no way. Yep. Whoa. That's pretty awesome. Go Trevor. <laughs> um, Trevor is a vice grip wrapped around this thing. Yeah. Let's go. So... And these you have two Pokemon out, so this is like your full thing, right? Yeah, as a bonus action, though, I will also harden while I'm attached. Okay, that's fair. You do get so that. I can reduce damage taken on the next move as a bonus action there. Yeah. Pretty cool. So in one really uh, decisive turn, Gimli has his new abyssal monster, the Eldritch Bean, dive into the shadows into the ground and sneak up it, right up next to Deoxys and create a sandstorm, which is very beneficial for rock types in general catches deoxys a little off guard and then immediately following the surprise attack uh trevor lumbers over jumps on top of attack form deoxys and they they grapple with each other for a second deoxys's hands turn or arms turn into actual hands and manages to lose the grapple so deoxys gets pinned underneath trevor on the ground pretty impressive pretty good out the gate maneuver we will move on then um this is the allies initiative uh, there is a number of allies. There are six NPC trainers. There are four Draconid elders. Um, I'm going to roll. I, I won't explain this every time. I'm going to roll some general dice just to see how many of them probably succeed. And then I'm just going to determine which ones succeed, which, which things happen. I don't want to take up too much time with this, but they are here to help. I would like to illustrate that among these allies that are nearby is the suffering injured Vince Winstrate. Um, he takes this moment to just writhe in pain. 
he is bleeding a lot and his two dragonair are circling around him kind of like very quickly and looking very cautiously making sure no one touches him uh, he's having a real bad time there is another trainer uh, there is Symmetra's brother. Uh, he has sent out a Weavile. You all recognize it. And he is going to go for a Night Slash into the Pin Deoxys, so he has advantage to hit. And he does hit. Very good. Sneaking up, taking advantage of the opportunity that Trevor has created. Dealing 38 points of Dark-type damage. Not bad. We will nice. take that. Um, just slashing right across its face. Gimli, and I'll suggest others, you might notice that as Deoxys takes damage, especially super effective damage, apparently, it seems like its flesh kind of like disappears. Like there's a hole where it used to be. And then it gradually like cells emerge and just gradually reform its body around where the damage was taken. Um, Yikes. It is very spooky. Uh, as this is happening, Deoxys is just staring at Weavile, just staring it down. As far as Draconids, I will give a turn to Walker. Walker is going to send his trusty, beloved Skarmory into the air and fire off an air cutter towards Deoxys, which, even with advantage, does not hit. Unfortunate Walker. Um, but it was good for, for moral, uh, <laughs> for, for the moral attack, the, the moral victory. Let's move on to Cindy. All right, we're 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 making solely... Alpha solely with the the Atlas stone. We're gonna do it. Okay. Um, I do not have a sheet prepared for this level, but instead I've made a formula. Are you ready to make some temporary stat changes? Uh sure. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna add five to Dex as well as Wisdom. Um, five to Wisdom. Yeah, five to Wisdom, five to Dex. Uh this will influence your rules. I'll just make it simple. I'll also just say you add five to your damage bonus and you're already decorated, so you're gonna be dealing a lot of damage. You also have you do passive. There's a lot to to take in here. Yeah. Your your HP is going to what is Soli's level? Uh nine. Soli's HP is going to increase by twenty-seven. Okay. Oh yeah, instead of incorporating your new um ability modifiers for your damage, just double it. Just double your damage bonuses. Uh, you're going to double your dice, too, actually. Double damage and double dice. Everything, and you got to... Double. With decorate. You're doing a lot of damage. Soli's a monster right now. Double, 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 double. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's so the double, it's double, double the damage pile, modifier. And the okay. dice. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then, you get and then decorate makes my D10s D12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and if I get a max roll on any of them, it's... Yeah. Wild. Oh yeah, I don't know. So when we wrapped up just real quick, when we wrapped up last time, I didn't have Cindy's passive figured out. I just copped out just did a D&D passive. I thought it fit here. It's exploding dice. So if she gets a max roll on a damage dice, she gets to reroll it until it's not max anymore. Add, yeah. Yeah. So. I keep accumulating damage. Yeah. Yeah. Keep exploding the dice. Per battle essentially. Yeah, yeah, if that's the rule that I set that is what I intended. Once per what's it? Encounter. I don't know if the word was encounter. I'm just. Was it like the implication? <laughs> Once per or... combat. Combat. Yeah. Okay. So encounter. So it yeah. Uh, basically yeah. battle. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Same difference. Yeah. 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 Anywho. Yeah. Uh, we can describe that before you enter your next battle. So 
to no surprise of the Quacko Paco, but to the grand surprise of literally everyone else, um, Cindy prepares a rare artifact from her bag and solely interacts with it. Um, there is an intense explosion of flame in centering around Soli. It is brightly blue, and there is a moment where everyone in this chamber loses their breath. It gets vacuumed out of their body as it goes to fuel the flame that is surrounding Soli. It emerges. She is larger. She is surrounded by several blue will-o'-wisps. And she has a fierce blue gaze to her eyes. She seems incredibly, incredibly powerful. Yeah, this is definitely grabs the attention of the Dragon Elders and the allies who are with you. They they cannot believe what they have seen. The Quacko Paco, you guys have seen it. You, you guys know what's up. All right. Um, does decorate only affect my, like, one attack? Or is it, like, my next series of attacks? I think it's... What, is this, what does decorate say, Elodie? Isn't it just, like, a minute or something, at least? For the remainder of the encounter. There we go. Remainder of the encounter, you're decorated. Ooh. Okay. You guys made, right. a, made your own raid boss, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to start off with a bonus action quick attack. Cool. Which, do I get advantage to hit because uh, Deoxys is pinned? Correct. Melee attacks get advantage to hit. Does a 21 hit? Uh, it does. All right, so it would be a D6, but that gets bumped up to a D8. Correct. That's two damage. With all those boosts? I guess you have no, uh, you have no damage there's bonuses. There's no modifiers yeah. for quick attack, oh, no. and I rolled a two. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, go on. That's really funny. Okay, I want to do an overheat, but I don't want to hurt Trevor. Mm-hmm. Does Trevor get the bonus bonus from like the sandstorm that is correct to... yeah he does yes because um, he's in the sandstorm with the oxus who's in the sandstorm so. so okay and he resists so it's really not that I bad resisted as well i also okay. have hardened so i'm even taking less damage this turn yeah okay so look at um... cindy wondering where her allies are that's great yeah. look, and i did set up I, I was prepared for this too like i was ready to get shot at so i was like let me let me do some prep work we'll be all, all right. right so um I guess Trevor and Deoxys have to make a DC 14 deck save. Correct. Which is a disadvantage. Er, for- uh, technically? Yeah. Technically, monsters that are decorate. creatures that are parallel, like they're on the ground, actually save with advantage. I don't feel like... I think this thing has so many opportunities, I don't really need to do that. Uh, and it's pinned, so it can't move. So I'm just going to treat it like it saves normally. Okay. This is, you said 15 decks? A 14. DC 14 decks. Yeah, DC 14 decks. Um, it does succeed with a 26. Trevor failed. Okay. So. Okay. That's fine. Um, so I'm going to roll all the damage and Deoxys will take half. Uh, Deoxys and Trevor are going to make the same amount before Harden, yeah, I believe. Because well, I, I resist it, so yep. I'll take the same amount of damage. Yeah, so just roll it and then we divide it by two and then Harden is applied. So it's 53. Nice. So half of that. Half of that round up? Yeah. It's round down. Oh, round down. So we, we truncate. I'm so sorry, Trevor. Trevor can handle Six, it. And then I take... Hold on. Oh, wait, I didn't roll for the damage. Yet. And you gave yourself advantage with Sandstorm, right? Uh, yeah, I failed it. So. Okay, got it. Yeah, I took 21 damage. Yeah, that's fine. That was worth it, I think. For sure. 
Uh, since you prepped the transformation, I'll, I'll give that to you. So I'll, I'll let Sidney do Uno Moss kind of thing. Not a complete thing, but if she wants to send someone out or like make a check of some sort or communicate an idea. Um, I I was going to say, I think I want to send uh, Cookie out just to have Cookie sure. ready. Let's do it. Cookie. The Hoenian Sligu hits the field and similar to Grape Juice immediately can tell that there is danger and Cookie is here to save the day. That's it for you? Yep. We finally get around to Schmidt, the last surviving lore keeper. What will he do? Okay. <clears throat> Can I send out two Pokemon at a time? Um, yes. Thinking about okay. turn economy here. Yeah. Um, usually sending a Pokemon out is the trainer's action. So only one of those Pokemon or Quacko would get to do a thing. Okay. That is the rule there. I'm good with that. Cool. Okay. Uh, how far away is Deoxys from me right now? Like how many feet? Um, we're going to say everyone's kind of in a circle around the stage. So I'll keep it a good clean 30. Good clean 30. That's exactly what I needed. Okay. I am sending out Patricia and Walter. Walter! Let's Walter. go. <laughs> Walter. Then Patricia, can I have one make an action and one make a movement? Or is mm, that too much? That's too much. They can do a bonus action, but they cannot make a movement because that's the same okay. economy as an action. Then I will just have Patricia Parish Song. Oh my god. And Deoxys. <laughs> okay. Uh you understand that every creature that can hear that is afflicted with the it's two. It's within a thirty foot line. So it should oh, it's a only line, affect, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It should only affect Deoxys and Trevor. Um and I know how to play Parish Trap teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and that just happens, correct? The uh thirty a thirteen con. Thirteen con? Okay, this 13 is, con safe, yeah. This is attack form, so... Oh, dope. 13 con? And I have advantage? Let's um, go. <laughs> Deoxys rolled a natural 13. Sorry about that. Shit. Okay. You saw the, the game plan, though. Yeah, no, yeah, that was pretty solid. <laughs> okay. Oh, I rolled a 16. We're good. I'm, that's probably it for Schmidt, correct? I was just going to uh, describe yeah, but, but, it. Yeah, mm -hmm. Schmidt, similar to Gimli, has a plan. He sends out Patricia, arguably one of his strongest Pokemon, as well as his newest capture, Walter. Um, Walter's a little confused and hasn't been on the party for a very long time, so he's not very intuitive, so he doesn't really know what's going on, so he can't do anything. Patricia sees the target, sings a song of death, Parish Song, um, an incredible technique that can cause Pokemon to fall to zero HP after a set number of time. However, Deoxys does not hear it. Very unfortunate. But a great start. Uh, did Trevor make the save? I did. Yeah. Tr Trevor okay. passed. Yeah. Okay. Some yeah, some no ears. <laughs> I think Patricia's Sorry. used to songs failing. I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Um, some keen trainers know what's going on. Uh, Toma Toma recognized Schmidt's action, and there's like a sense of pride in her wrinkly old eyes as she saw what was being attempted there. That's it for Schmidt, correct? That's all I got economy for. Okay, we're back to Deoxys. The big bad, who, to note, has not used any legendary actions. Deoxys will use one of its actions, currently in its, in its attack form, to teleport. It teleports back to the site of the meteoric impact. It does so without needing to make a strength save. As one of its legendary actions, it is foregoing the release of the grapple. Yeah, Trevor just... Really, yep, just, like, just, just, just falls. Just pop. Yeah. Uh, 
It enters somewhat of like a hybrid between its speed and defense form. Its arms swirling into double helix tentacles and plant themselves into the ground. And it sucks up its legs into the core of its body. And its head expands and its chest expands. And a brilliant bright light starts funneling into its chest. Uh, I would like to offer a reaction to all the players really quick. Uh, He's about to shoot a big laser, isn't he? Uh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> where is he facing? He is facing southward, um, from the center of town, where more or less everyone is positioned besides the elders. I can only make a reaction, not a yes, you can't do a whole ass thing. Okay, I don't have any reactions available to me. Baby doll eyes, that's a thing. Do you want to do it? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, remind me what that exactly does. As a reaction, you may impose disadvantage on an enemy creature after they target yourself or an ally and before they roll to hit or save or a save is rolled. That's fantastic. Great call. Anyone else? Um, I think Trevor's going to quickly use Earthen Ramparts to create a wall for him and Beam to hide behind. Nice. That will cost... They're roughly within the same space, so that should be fine. How much HP does that cost? It says, uh, let me see. I'm trying to like remember the calculations. Uh, With how close they are, I don't think you need more than uh, five feet, five square feet. Yeah, so five feet is five HP, right? That's, that's is that whatever the formula or, says, I trust. Uh, total HP spent will be equal to the structure HP each cubic five feet of wall. Yep, cubic five feet. So yeah, it's okay. equal to that. So five. Um, Cindy, was there something you wanted to do? It was just the baby doll eyes. Oh, right. Yeah, baby doll eyes happened. Yeah. That. Um, we got Walter using Runaway to burrow underground really quick. Just five feet, but still. Anything else? No. Cool. I don't think so. It seems like the entire chamber becomes dimmer as Deoxys funnels energy into the, the core orb on its chest. And then in a moment, in a flash, it summons a, just a big old laser beam. We're going to call this move a version of Psycho Boost, Deoxys's signature attack. Um, it spins it in just like half a second, just, just in a full semicircle facing southwards. Um, everyone within range has to make a DC 19 dexterity save. However, oh Baby Doll Eyes gives everyone advantage. We. So Trevor and uh, Bean. They already had advantage. I obviously don't get more advantage. I just get um, advantage for being in sand. Yes. Yeah, they have advantage for being in sand, but also they have a wall in front of them. The wall's yeah. destroyed for sure. I'm wondering for how... Sure. We can give them... Give them plus 10. Give them plus 10, as well as okay. advantage. Um, this is, is in range? Everyone. Everyone into every Pokemon. This is a lot of rolling. Yeah. Tre- Trevor and Beam both pass. Excellent. Uh, and then... What's the save? 19 dexterity. Uh, Gimli fails. Understood. I am still... With advantage. With advantage. Uh, I was going to say, Cindy was about to... Cindy still failed, but by significantly less. Me and my guys failed. X. Okay. And I rolled a nat 20. (laughs) Kind of appropriately, I think. Mm-hmm. Schmidt and Quacko made it, uh-huh. um, but Patricia did not. Ooh. This is I like the flavor of like Schmidt just grabbing Quacko, like get the fuck out of here. 
No, that's fantastic. The dice do tell a story. This is a very powerful attack. Uh, it is. It deals psychic type damage. Um, it's just a big fat laser beam. All Pokemon, not considering um, types, resistances, etc., takes seventy five points of psychic type damage. Oh, my. not bean. <laughs> not bean. Um, before not factoring bean. any of that, that's on a failure. Uh, is this people and Pokemon or just Pokemon? This is Pokemon. Before resistances. <laughs> I was like, Ellie's dead. I'm just no, kidding. No. Sturdy <laughs> kicks in for Trevor. He takes half that damage. Fantastic. No, he's Love at it. 38. Tell me you guys have all of that sorted out. Uh, yep. Was okay. that Pokemon? That was... Sorry, I'm still working on who's saving. That was Everyone. on a failure, right? Uh, on well, a no, failure. no, no. I'm, I'm saying who's saving or failing. Sorry. Oh, take your time. You have Cindy and Soli and Cookie out, correct? I mean, Cindy's out, yes. obviously. So Soli takes no damage at all. Fantastic. Cindy fails and uh-huh. Cookie fails. Okay. So Cookie's taking 75 points of psychic type damage. Holy moly. All humans who failed take 37 points of psychic type damage. Not even sweating. All Pokemon um, who succeeded. Cindy is at exactly zero. Fantastic. Um, all Pokemon who succeeded with not an at 20 take 37 points of psychic type damage. Wait. All Pokemon that succeeded? Okay. All Pokemon that succeeded take as much as humans who failed. Oh, wait. Then I did that wrong. Oh, what about humans who saved? Humans who saved with less oh, than yeah, an at 20 take 18 points. Okay. Oh, I did that math wrong. Uh, Elodie is also unconscious. Oh my god, our healer's unconscious. Okay. (laughs) Oh god. Uh, 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 How much HP did Elodie have? I think she's at 15. Because we took damage upon the impact, right? You leveled up. You're full. I'm not wrong. Everyone's full. full? Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, realize. Cindy has exactly cool. 37 HP. Yeah. I'm fine, guys. Everything is okay. Yeah. Sorry, we, we treat level ups like full restores. I think D&D does that in general. Okay, then I need to fix some things. Okay. They're still hanging strong, man. Yeah. What a monster. I'm going to make a very sad and important role for Vince Winstraight. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Vince! Not Vince. He has advantage. <laughs> His first role is a three. Uh, Vince, come on, Vince. <laughs> oh, he's also horizontal. I'm gonna give him double advantage. Okay, he has a three and a ten and a five. Uh, until an act of God, uh, Vince Winstreet is deceased. Oh my God, <laughs> he actually died. Oh my God. <laughs> How are we gonna tell his parents? Oh no, we oh were fighting god. a space god, and Vince passed away. Sadly, he didn't roll well. <laughs> Just let him know. let them know. Break the fourth wall and let his family know he did not roll well. <laughs> death is real, guys. It's been a while since we had like a proper death. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Funny. Some of the trainers took a little bit of damage. Um, the Draconids were not in the blast. Does everyone have all their numbers all sorted? Mm-hmm. Unsurprisingly, that is Deoxys's full turn. I'm going to consider this form standard because it doesn't 
appropriately fit into attack speed or defense so mentally interpret that as you will for its stats uh let's go to elodie who is unconscious no she's up she's fine no she's fine i didn't hadn't fully healed but i'm I'm perfectly fine now yeah okay i feel like given that that just happened uh we should all probably like you know split up um so that we're harder to take out in one blow um potentially yeah potentially i'm gonna probably try and head in a direction um quick question is the little like gray and red splotch sam's book yes yes it is (laughs) Yes, it so is. So funny. <laughs> I, I had to put it Guys, somewhere. This is where Sam got headshot on the map. There it is. I love that. That's really funny. Um, anyways, and where where are the elders? The elders are more towards the garden. Uh, they are on the gotcha. left side of the platform that was destroyed. And that is where Deoxys yeah. returned to fire this laser. So and- Deoxys is over there? Deoxys is in the center of the stage. It's where the orange right. and blue triangle is. Right. Ignore the the grid. We are doing different dimensions. Right. 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 Yeah. At and this point, all... I would just say everyone's thirty feet away except for Trevor and Bean, who are more like twenty. Got you. Okay. I think I'm just gonna like head kind of to the left of where we are, but like not quite to the elders. Okay. Just to get some distance between everybody. Sorry, you're going like left or right? Left. Okay. Got it. I think. Yep. Good adventures go left. How far are you going? Just in my head for feet. How large was the blast that just happened? Uh, it was about a third of a circle with un- oh, unmeasurable length that right. was just a like a, a beam. There is definitely like a laser hole on the opposite side of the chamber where like the cave ascends where the stairs are. It's just gone. Just gone. Not gone, but it's it's like it's smoking. Like there was a big old blast that happened. Since distances are hard, I can I just say I went like into the like left third of the chamber. That's perfect. That's totally fine. Okay, cool. Um, um, that is your movement. So yes. you have just cabbage out, right? No, you send out. So one. Of I sent out grape juice. One of your Pokemon gets an action then. Okay. Do, do, do. And if the other one has a bonus action or something, they can still do that. But. Uh, oh yes i do want to do a bonus action what was your question sorry oh did you calc sandstorm damage when you like teleported um it's there now that was on that was on yes thank you for the reminder yeah yeah yeah. i do want to do a bonus action because i forgot to do it on the first turn okay um but i think desperate times call for desperate measures and i think it's time that cabbage casts some ancestral fey magic Ooh, ooh. okay uh roll a d100 Let's do this. This is this could be absurd. I just want you to know this might not be like what you want. No, I know. Okay. It's just, you know. Yeah. We're desperate times not Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> we ball. Let's go. Ninety-seven. <gasps> Why am I only rolling nineties? Let's go. Um we're keeping track of these, right? Yes. Okay. I have ninety-four. Uh, oh, you have like a, a collection. Like, I think right. it's, it's well, if you get the same number, you're gonna get the same effect. Right. Uh, oh, does it also reset because like my counter reset because I leveled up or yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all okay. of your stuff is new, so however many times you can yeah. use this. Um, 97. Are you ready for this description? I'm so ready. Cabbage suddenly starts hearing 
faint, mystical, ethereal music surrounding her. Playing out a volume of like, you know, eight on a speakerphone, iPhone speaker, 80%. Uh, that is just kind of mystical fairy forest music. And it's going to surround her for about a minute. Cool. There you go. Happy to hear that. Cabbage Please. is like a little music player. Desperate times. <laughs> Desperate I'm times. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my concert. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's use, that to pro- let's use cab- Boombox Cabbage to project the parish song. <laughs> if you could play for that, I would allow it. Absolutely. If you want to turn Cabbage into like a megaphone, you have a minute to do so. Oh shit. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, if <laughs> I'm thinking too much about this, I'm like, <laughs> can I use cabbage as a megaphone for grape juices uproar? <laughs> yeah. Let's just flavor a 97 to be cabbage. Just kind of plays spooky fairy music and any sound moves that are go through her are amplified. We'll say. Let's go. All right. I'm going to go for so funny. This is what DD is all about, baby. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is prime D&D. Yeah. Um, uproar, cool. Can What's the shape of uproar? Is it a cone? Is it a circle? It does not say. Okay. That's interesting. It probably should say. I'm going to describe it as a circle. That's fine. So is Grape Juice going to megaphone through Cabbage to strike yes. this alien with the song? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Just roll a van. Wait, it's a save, right? It's a save. Yes. What, what? Con save. Con save? DC 16. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they get a natural 15 with their modifier that is above 16, but it probably still does damage, yeah. right? Or no, are they completely immune? Because it's always oh, a sound move. No, yes. Yeah. They, they, normal damage on a fail and half as much on a success. Okay. Because they are megaphoned, I will allow normal damage. Woo! Let's go. 3d10. Megaphone damage. I know I have another one. Be sure to add that to your notes about uh, how the yes, web works. Twenty-four. Great. Twenty-four points of normal type damage as grape juice screams through cabbage. As the move connects into Deoxys, um, the sound waves kind of like pulse through its body, and similar to when it got night slashed by a weavile, it seems like its parts of its cells are like blowing away in like little sparkling, dazzling little fragments into the distance, and then from within its body, they reform to co- to construct its its return its body to its normal state. Just a little flavor there for you. I believe that's it for LD, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, Gimli, you're up. Sound-based things, huh? <laughs> like, technically, I don't have sound moves. That doesn't mean I don't have sound actions. <laughs> Make Deoxys feel bad about his life choices. Don't you have, like, a taunt? No, let's guilt um, trip Deoxys. Not really a taunt. Intimidate him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing. You do I kind have of have a taunt, basically. by the way. You you have that written, right? You should have one. Oh, that was on Trevor. Oh, yeah, that was the new thing. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't... You got two passives. Me. You got a little bit more than everyone else, but one of them was really simple, so that's why you got two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Mountain's Call. It's in a... Yeah, I see that. Okay, no, I was yeah, reading. Yeah. I was making sure that this is something I wanted to do. Yeah. It's a free action. Oh, it is a free action. Once per long rest. Okay. So, yeah, I will... How does that work with... What's it called? Oh no, that puts it too close. I don't want to draw that attention. Okay, so I I will just mountains call. Okay, as a free action. Uh, so it's a DC seventeen strength. Okay, 
and it on success yeah it says uh they get taunted basically okay um it does or, oh yeah, on failure. it does in fact fail so uh deoxy's next target is trevor and with that i will use both iron defense and harden <laughs> great you love to so, see it yeah so i have plus six to my ac and i take less damage if i do get hit cool and we're in the sandstorm which is great uh was being gonna do um i will first move bean towards like the rest of the group rather mm -hmm. than like next to trevor just to avoid that situation sure um it probably does leave the sand oh no the sandstorm's massive okay yeah that's fine no it still leaves the sandstorm uh because everyone else is pretty much out of it then um i will just rock slide into deoxys cool that's a save uh, that is a save DC 14 strength. Okay. They get a natural 18. Okay. So, so it does half damage. Uh, so nine damage. We'll take it. Cool. I believe that's it for Gimli. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, we're back to the allies. I'm going to keep it quick. Um, yeah, I can't get Vince out of my mind. He's dead. I, I don't know how else to put it. He got fucked up. His dragon ears, his dragon ears are just mourning. They can't do anything besides that. Uh, very, very sad. Among them is a, a new trainer um, who you haven't seen before, but they were graciously submitted to us by a friend. Um, their name is Christopher. And they are they have among them uh, a strange Pokemon that looks like it's made of rock and metal, and it's kind of shaped like a car. Uh, this Pokemon is a Revivroom. Um, Revivroom is going to go for a spin-out into Deoxys. It's going to charge for it. It has incredibly high speed. It's going to try and hit it with a Steel-type attack. Um, it does, in fact, hit. So it deals min roll of damage, uh, 18 points. So that's fine. So that's them. We're going to have a Draconid have a go. Um, we're going to have Renza and Gudra um, line up a Draco Meteor. It's time. It's time for the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, Deoxys is going to make a save against this. It passes. Deoxys takes uh, 30 points of Dragon-type damage uh, as Renza's Gudra unleashes Draconic Meteors from the sky. Very, very impressive. Everyone is doing their part, it seems. Uh, Cindy isn't conscious. Cindy cannot make any actions. Uh, Cindy has disadvantage to save against melee attacks and advantage against saves. Soli is like ascended, and so Cindy, you're welcome to like give an intuited command to Soli. Um, Cookie will have some more trouble making things happen, but you can still have them try to do things. So, because Soli did use overheat last time, mm -hmm. uh, it's like fatigue, briefly fatigued. Correct. So. Um, I feel like Soli would go for something like a, like a flamethrower or something like that. Sure. So I think a flamethrower, which is a DC 16 dex, dex save. Okay. But, um, Dexes would have advantage because of the overheat advantage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they do pass. They do not crit. So they still take half damage. Okay. So I'm still decorated. Correct. So that's 2d12 plus 14, because you said to double the modifier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 30. Okay. 
That's 30 damage from Soli. That's pretty good for uh, overheat exhaustion, but you are in your alpha state, so you're kind of going crazy. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Noted. Not bad. Um, Cookie's going to have a little bit more trouble because they're not your partner and they're not in their god form. So. Yeah. Cookie um, can try for sure. I wonder, because Cookie does have a uh, Draco Meteor. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would watch like the Gudra do Draco Meteor and be like, I can do that. I, I like that flavor. That's and pretty attempt good. attempt it. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, I know how to do that one, and my trainer's unconscious, so... Yeah. Renza did kind of make a connection with uh, Cookie. I Yeah, that's good. I like that. I won't give you any penalties if you want to use Draco Meteor. Okay. That's a DC 15 deck save for Deoxys. Okay. Ooh. Deoxys does fail this one. You get full damage. It's 5d8 plus 6. It's not decorated. It's not in god form. I don't think Cookie has a god. Uh, not yet. <laughs> uh, 29. 29. Great. That's really significant. Great job, Cookie. I don't really know what else to say. Cookie copying Renzo's Gudra, um, inspired by the Draco Meteor, does it itself and is just one point shy of the damage dealt that Gudra did, which is quite impressive. Cookie's feeling really prideful and dutiful at the moment. That's, that's good. We'll keep that in mind. And Cindy's unconscious. Cindy is. Do I have out. to make a? Do I have to make a? Oh yeah, death? yeah. You do have to make a death save. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, that's fun. Uh, so yeah, I just, eighteen. Great, that's a success. Two more of those, and you're back. Um, that's it for Cindy Schmidt. Okay. Um, a little bit of a retcon. Yeah. Because I realized I didn't actually roll uh, Patricia for Parish Song. Yes. Um, I rolled it, and she failed. Oh, okay. So she's perishing. So with that knowledge, mm-hmm. I would like to recall Patricia, a Schmidt's action this turn. Right. But I would like Walter to burrow underground until it is under Deoxys. Great. My um, game plan is, if you would allow it, sure. whenever they move to make another attack, I can pursue it. Um. Yes. Under the condition that they do not burrow more than five feet deep. That's good. They're just they're five feet deep and yeah, and just burrowing that direction. Yep. Okay, I like that. And their burrow speed's higher than their other movement, right? It says twenty burrow, thirty walk. Okay, no, they're a little bit slower. They're not going to be able to get all the way to Deoxys, but they're very close. Uh, We can assume that if Deoxys moves over that spot, I think you can get what you're looking for. But I don't think it's if he was moving towards Trevor. This pursuit, yeah. It also says pursuit has a melee with a forty foot dash. Oh, yeah. Would okay. it still be within a 40-foot range of... Yeah, you definitely would be. Yeah, yeah you, you can okay. pull that off. Yeah, you can do it. Okay, that is the game plan. Um, is that my whole action? We're calling Patricia and... Um, yes, unless Quacko has a bonus action or something. Nope. Okay, cool. Um, Schmidt we're... is also, like, hiding Quacko. Like, trying to, like, keep Quacko as far away from all this action as possible. Okay, that's good flavor. It's back to Deoxys. Deoxys has been taunted by Trevor's call of the mountain, and it must attack Trevor. Um, It enters its speed form and just charges forward. It gets there in a fraction of a second. It's like you hardly even saw it move. You blink, and it's in front of Trevor. Um, It twirls its tentacles into a cartoonish, iconic-looking fist and smashes into Uh, Trevor. Pursuit? (laughs) Yeah, let it happen. Um, Would this be considered flanking, or if I'm underground? Um, Yeah, why not? This yeah, thing... I guess from underground, you just bursting out. That's yeah. a flank. <laughs> so flanking, that's a guaranteed crit, right? Sure is. 
Alrighty. Walter's high enough level, right? It's like, is it level nine or is it level five for that? Walter's level eight. Okay. Right. But like for that passive, what's the threshold? Is it five? It's five. I think it's five. Yeah, you're fine. It's eight. So 28 plus eight. 36. 36. Not bad for a reaction. That's still great. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's a reaction. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Walter already proving his worth. As a scaredy cat, that is also character. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's called Dunsparce and Drampunk, guys. This is it. We've been waiting this that's whole time. A true main <laughs> yeah. character of this campaign, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, despite the pretty good damage from this reaction, the Oxus does not even flinch. They do not care. Uh, it's almost as if they nothing hit them. Obviously, their body kind of deteriorates and then it kind of reforms as its body seems to be doing, but its attention does not change. It is solely focused on Trevor. Um, and it is going to attack it with a superpower. That's what it's going for. Um, against your armor class, that is 24 to hit. Oh, okay. That does connect. Just in advance, I will note they will use one of their legendary actions to cleanse the ill effects of using superpower. That is their yeah, legendary resilience. <laughs> they will. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will do that. And let's. Um, do they? Ha- do they have a negative effect from Psycho Boost? Uh, no, that was a different. You that I was okay. just flavored as psycho boost. That was a different thing. Okay, I was like, because that's just like overheat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if if, if they pop psycho boost properly, yes. But that was like a okay. special that's mechanic. Perfect. Cool. So that will hit. Let's roll damage, and this is super effective. No, it is not. I admire defense. True, it is not super effective. That makes a big difference. That will be dealing thirty-two points of fighting type damage. That will be dealing 16 points of fighting type damage because I rolled sturdy. Fantastic. Very good. I'm a beefcake. All right. <laughs> Trevor's taking some hits, baby. He is. The uh, Iron Wall. Deoxys is unhappy with this result. <laughs> uh, Deoxys is not having this. It had its uh, pride challenged as a super powerful space alien, and it's not done with Trevor. It's going to roll another superpower. Uh, this time... A 26 to hit. That definitely does. Okay. Uh, dealing 22 points of fighting type damage. Uh, sturdy proc again. Correct. Okay. So 11. Oh, no. oh my God. I forgot to roll the other dice. Hold on. I forgot to roll what I, my damage reduction was on Harden. Yeah. Okay. So five. So actually I get five back. And then I take 11 off. So I, okay. I'm at 25. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, another hit with its cartoonishly large fist. Um, Deoxys's eyes glow red as it cannot handle this mistreatment anymore. Um, raises both of its cartoonishly large fists into the air and as its final action slams a superpower into Trevor, considering a 10-point drop to its strength stat. Uh, he also takes damage from Call. Yeah, cool. Um, so it is 90... I don't know. Yeah, 94 mm-hmm. damage per attack that it did. Great. Why don't we save until the end of the last attack? Yeah, that's fine. So it's going to go for a double-fisted superpower, albeit with reduced stats, reduced damage. Um, rolling to hit. That fails. Uh, they get a natural four, and with all their drops, that will not connect. But they still slam their fists into Trevor. Can we talk about the recoil damage that it's taking? Yes, uh, so I'm just going to roll this set because I just have nine die queued up because yeah. of my level. Yeah. Um, so first hit uh, took 25 damage. Awesome, yep. Uh, second, rolling now, took 22 damage. Mm-hmm. And then third, 
it took 19 damage fantastic that's a huge amount of damage for just being a tank taking hits yeah um yeah (laughs) almost as much damage or maybe just about the same amount that deoxys dealt to trevor was dealt back trevor proving itself like i only took like what 20 points of damage oh yeah before the reductions i mean yeah is about is about the damage that uh that was dealt Mm-hmm. Um, as Deoxys's fists slam into Trevor for the final time, they recoil backwards, and Deoxys is like caught off guard, and I can't believe what happened. And the fists that made contact with Trevor kind of like deteriorate the way that its body has been doing when it takes damage, and the little cells kind of sprinkle all over where it's been smashing into Trevor over and over again. They fall onto yeah. his body, and Trevor's red stones begin to glow, and he's <laughs> encompassed with a brilliant white light. And he grows extra limbs, and he gets bigger and taller and more mountainous. And Gimli has the final fully evolved starter Pokemon, Trevor the Gigalith. Yes! <laughs> Congratulations. Let's go. Let's go. I he like, arrived. I'm like, this better be coming. Like, he was the Iron Wall. He tanked three massive attacks. Um, I will give you a moment to review that sheet. I would like to reward Trevor all of his HP back. And uh, oh. one additional use of... Call of the Mountain as well. So please. Pop it off. Please enjoy. Deoxys is upset. And that was a very good defensive play that probably saved someone's life. So I will award that with an evolution. Uh, Let's move on. Elodie, what are you doing? Uh, Hi. Hi. That was fun. Yeah. I think it's time for Cabbage to go for a Dazzling Gleam. So Deoxys has to make a charisma save with DC 16. Great. Uh, that's a crit fail. We'll treat that as a critical Woo! damage for Cabbage. Uh, uh, Deoxys is popping legendary grit as a reaction. Actually, it will not crit, but you'll still do damage. Bro. Sorry. <laughs> that's the third legendary action. I am keeping track, and they're all different. 28 damage. 28, you said? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Uh, and then we're going to again amplify an uproar through Cabbage's boombox <laughs> from Great Juice. Love it. Great. DC sixteen con save. Uh, they get a eighteen. One of these days. Yep. Twenty damage. Cool. Not bad. Anything else for Elodie's turn? Where are the Winstreet Dragonairs? Um. They are in the southeastern-ish corner um, by a residential area behind kind of like the the stands. Okay, so I probably can't get to them in one turn. If you mm. dash, you could, but you already took action, so. Right. Um, if you gleam in uproar, I think that's all of your turn economy, I believe. Oh, true, right. Okay, well then I will just stay where I'm at. After this onslaught, um, Deoxys seems it has reached kind of like it came into this feeling uh, eerily like confident and it is at a specific threshold, which I will not define, where it is more concerned. Uh, It's not having an easy time decimating this group as it wants to. Um, Just taking that note, Deoxys looks angry. It is now Gimli's turn. I mean, with the added Mountain's Call coming back and our full HP that we got going on now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to trigger that again. Great. Yeah, um, do it. Is it still 17 with my evolution? Now that I got the strength bonus, does that add to it again? Uh, your strength is above 20, isn't it? 
it is it's that's kind of crazy yeah. um i forget my exact formula it's definitely yeah, higher i don't know how much higher Yeah, because the others are rolling at like 18 power dc now and i thought that would be similar let's make it the same yeah okay i, I that's a very powerful effect i don't want it to be like 20 but uh right. i think and 18 is more than fair since like now earthquake and rock slide both have 18 i figured that was just like appropriate yeah absolutely yeah let's do 18 um rolling okay. strength save mm-hmm um they exactly meet 18 and because they're not attacking you because the stone skin they will pass i'm sorry what about the stone skin what do you mean sorry i just got that confused for no reason they met the threshold they pass it, it was i was just thinking like oh it's like a melee attack thing but it's not it has nothing to do with stone skin okay i have a quick interjection because i forgot but did the deoxys technically failed dazzling gleam by five or more even with the power grid or just uh, the power grid? It had a negate the blinding. It had a twelve. So oh, okay. I don't think that's five. I think that's like four, right? The the gleam? Because it did it like roll again or something? Because it crit failed. Oh, the gleam. I'm sorry, I was thinking about the gleam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, if it crit failed, it suffers from uh blindness for a little bit. So, yeah, it's blinding. Okay. What does blinding provide? What's uh, the issue with it? Oh, automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Okay. Yes, it's gonna. It, it'll have a harder time hitting. It is a psychic type, so it doesn't like need vision, but it'll it'll have a harder time for certain things. Um. Okay. I guess with that failure, since we're not getting a second taunt, um, evaluating is the pursuit that took Dunsparce out of the ground. Correct. Yes, Dunsparce is above ground. Okay, and is Dunsparce like next to the Oxus? Yeah, pretty close. I guess with the taunt failure, I'm just going to try to, uh, instead of call the mountain taunting, I'm just going to intimidate taunting. Okay. Just like s- scream at him. Sure. <laughs> yeah. now he's huge. He feels absurdly confident. Yeah, he does. And it's coming at it with full strength, going to try and intimidate him. So this is my strength versus his charisma, correct? Yes, that is absolutely correct. Okay. And Trevor is, of course, still in the sandstorm. Mm-hmm. So does that give me advantage? Or is it just disadvantage? Uh, disadvantage like, on saves. But that, that shouldn't affect your intimidation, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, okay. Because okay. Yeah, um, um, this isn't like a contested role. It's not like he's making a charisma check. Yeah. Okay, this is why you said stone skin. Because I was like, yeah, ties do not favor the attacker when right. I'm receiving damage from a melee attacker. Okay. Yeah, but that wasn't the case. And, so, and when it saves, it's if you meet the save, you pass. So I was just reminding myself the rules of D&D, basically. <laughs> Yeah, just real quick. I was also yeah. doing that when I was looking at saving throws. I'm like, does that? That's just like anything that's against. You me. did notice that Trevor has new sandstorm related stuff, correct? Did yeah, cool, that cool. he can as a bonus action creates a sandstorm around himself. But he's in one, so he's yeah, in yeah, one. he's fine. <laughs> he's already in there, so but he can just make a sandstorm. That's yeah. pretty broken. <laughs> I love that. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry, let me roll my strength. Roll. I crit. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what Deoxys rolls and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't be much of a spoiler or a surprise to tell you that charisma is not really a stat that Deoxys cares about. So it's yeah, not very much. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah, Deoxys is intimidated uh, and blind, which is so it's not in a good spot. Um, it's going to be really easy to hit, and it actually cannot attack uh, Trevor here because it is scared of Trevor at this moment, which is pretty reasonable oh. after everything that happened. I know it's stupid and i keep like i gotta keep reminding this because i almost forget to um when he like tried to attack me he was in the sandstorm and entered it again so he oh, did take damage from sure me. yeah i was he's, like he's, I just, all the racking up damage yeah. to uh that's <laughs> totally yeah he has the hp pool where you should definitely nag me about it so that's yeah. absolutely fair. um okay harden again just to prep that okay 
but yeah, I think I'm set otherwise because he is he is a quivering little space alien now. Great. He's scared of the boy. All right, I'm done. Okay. Uh, no, am I done? Because I technically have I didn't do any actions for myself or our boy Bean. How close am I to Cindy? Should I well should I let Cindy just like try to death save herself to victory? I mean, that's up to you. Yeah. yeah, well, I was I was seeing what the party thinks of that. <laughs> so far, she's on one success, and you need three to come back. And if I try to like stabilize Cindy, then like it would work, but like that they won't come back. Right, and that consumes an action of yours. So yeah, exactly. So let's say, do you have the action economy? I do, do have that? the action economy, but it seems like I can wait on it, like reasonably, mostly because like the Oxus is kind of in a weird spot that he's not going to be swinging at Cindy, and Cindy could death save and bring herself back to like actually in combat because if you like revitalize her she doesn't get up or anything she's just unconscious but alive kind of thing yeah, yeah not Isn't in danger Deoxys, like right on top of you as well it's on it's gimli no it's backed off of trevor who's in front of gimli and it's like intimidated and blind and stuff so it's like closer to the stage okay. in my head i think because yeah. i'm just worried about like getting an attack of opportunity you know what i mean you'd have to move like you, you wouldn't to... gimli moving to sydney would not pro- or cindy would not provoke one Okay. No, I, no it's, yeah. You have Gimli to move is past. Not, like, yeah. Yeah. Gimli is not then, like moving past Deoxys at all. Yep. Okay. Then I'll leave that up to you then. Okay. But I don't. No thoughts that empty. No, fair enough. Um. Yeah. If you don't do anything with Bean, you could stabilize Cindy. Yeah. That's what I'm considering. Is like, is it worth it to get damage in so then I can bring Bean back into the, the fight next to Trevor and be, be homies? Because Bean is like uber safe. Because Deoxys has been trying to swing at it and he's taken zero damage because of his stupid sandstorm passive thing. And him and Trevor are just like the bestest buddies right now mm-hmm. with that ability. Too bad um, Deoxys doesn't have bones for being to eat. <laughs> just being consumed the bones. Um, yeah, I'll leave Cindy to her vices right now. No offense, but uh, <laughs> I think you're you're on your way uh, to getting back up, and I think you'd be better to be back in combat for Soli than just be unconscious, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to use Bean to Shadow Ball. Great. Using that move for the first time. Yep. Is that roll to hit or a save? I think it's a roll to hit, right? Um, It is roll to hit, so. Does an 18 hit? Uh, it does. That is good. Okay. So... Is minus two on any attack roll they make or any DC check when they get hit by Shadow Ball. Yeah, they're going to have a, a rough next turn. So with super effective, that's 36 damage. That's pretty good. Yeah. Love to see it. Being hurling a just a shadowy blob at Deoxys, dealing super effective damage and making its situation even worse. Uh, it is scared and blind, and it also just has like a shadowiness draping over it that might impact it in a certain way. It's the ally's turn. We are going to have Zavo and Zatu, the friend you saved from his fate of the spiders. They're going to do a little thing. He is going to command Zatu to use an attack. Zatu faces Deoxys, its eyes glow red, and then nothing happens. But something will happen if you catch Maybe my drift. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, perhaps in the future. Um, the dragon who is going to have a go is going to be Tomatoma this time. Tomatoma sees Deoxys is in a vulnerable position and will instruct her Altaria to use a Lunar Song. Really cool, neat little move. Uh, and Deoxys to save their 
They're scared. I'm just thinking, are they saving at disadvantage? They take melee attacks at disadvantage, but I don't think they save at disadvantage in their current state. So, especially being psychic. Uh, yeah, they're not disadvantage. They do get minus two on the DC, though. Yes, correct. Um, but they meet it. Good for them. They still take some damage. I won't disclose how much. They take some. The Draconids kind of see the opportunity that um, Gimli, uh, more specifically Trevor and Cabbage have created just with like all these debuffs. And they're kind of circling it. Um, the four of them are getting closer. They're coming behind uh, Deoxys in its current state. Um, Cindy, you are unconscious. Uh, you can either make your save now or you can do it after your mons do stuff. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Okay. 16. Cool. One more and you have one HP. You're doing great. It'll be very unlikely for you to die, which is good. Yeah. All right. I feel like solely intuitive. Probably I'll do flamethrower again. Okay. Deck save from Deoxys. Um, yes. DC 16 deck save. Uh, they do not mean it. They fail. They're having a rough time. Did they fail by five or more? No. Okay. They're not burned. Um, 27 plus 14. Uh, 41. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's a great hit. Soli's really <laughs> dealing damage. I mean, I'm not surprised, but like, geez. Soli's in God form, yeah. so. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. Okay. Is Cookie going to try anything? I'd like Cookie to try like a fire punch or something. Okay. Uh, they have advantage. So because of the state that Deoxys is in, so I will just let them, instead of advantage, I'm just going to let them roll normally as if they do not care that Cindy's unconscious. That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. No way. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. You, so You know how that happened? It's because the dice are telling the story. That's why. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Cookie... Seen... So Deoxys is burned. That's, that's <laughs> correct. Yeah, and give me the damage before I flavor. 5 plus 6 is 11. And did you add the crit bonus to that? Oh, no. What? Uh, it's just max what damage, crit. whatever that would be. 2d12 would be... 24. 20. Four, yeah. And then plus 11? Yes. Okay. Uh, significant hit, a burn on Deoxys. It's suffering from so many different status conditions. Uh, something about the situation. Maybe it's just because this is the Hoenian home of the dragons. Who knows? Maybe it's because Renza established a connection with Cookie, or Cookie is feeling really determined because her beloved trainer is currently unconscious, and Cindy or Cookie doesn't know that Cindy is uh, struggling with death or not, so... Cookie's feeling very determined to make things right. It rolls up its tiny, tiny little fist, and it goes to strike Deoxys. But Slugu's arms are just so freaking short, it just can't quite reach. So Cookie focuses and concentrates, and with the will of her ancestors, she also experiences an evolution. Uh, Cookie begins to glow and become incredibly hot, and her, the size of her body expands into a new creature that none of you have ever seen clearly before. Um, before you is a Hoenian Gudra, and the lava magma goopiness of her arm trying to connect the fire punch finally reaches out because of her new size and her new evolution. You see a snail-like monster standing on two feet with two little arms on a longer slender neck with antennae coming out of the top and a snail shell on its back that is curt, like just constantly um, flowing magma in circles and spirals around of it. In fact, the spiral of the shell is like a magma swirl within its body and it connects the fire punch with this brilliant deep red hue within its body and it burns Deoxys and Cindy does not get to witness the evolution of Cookie. Cindy's <laughs> gonna come to and be like, what the fuck? No. I think, 
you know, this is a pretty dire situation for the Quacko Paco, and some Pokemon are really stepping it up, and they are uh, they're doing a great job. So it's pretty cool to see. You love to see it. That being said, I think that's it for Cindy, correct? Yes. Okay, let's let's wrap up with Schmidt. Schmidt, what are you doing? Uh, I'm setting my trap again. Okay. Walter is going to burrow five feet underground. Mm-hmm. Um, just maybe like stay close to like where Deoxys is. If you could move 20 feet out of Trevor's range and still be in range to do pursuit if it does something, that would be sick. <laughs> with Walter or with? With Walter, because then I have potential to earthquake. Right now I cannot with Walter. And ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because obviously okay. he would get decimated. <laughs> yeah. It does double damage to creatures that are submerged. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But if you're not within 20 feet of Trevor, then then you have 40 feet dash distance technically. So, can I can I do that? Can I move like Walter like 20 feet maybe behind Deoxys? Yeah, like, just out of range of earthquake. You totally can. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's where I, I instruct Walter to go, and then I'm going to send out Talent Flame. Ooh, Meryl Cheap. Meryl Cheap. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We didn't see Meryl Cheap in a minute. Meryl Cheap, what do you... I, I guess that's the action. Yeah, that's nothing. the action, yeah, yeah. yep. Okay, yeah, Meryl Cheap hits the field. Let's out a, uh, a a Talon Flame Screech and is ready for action. Very, very cool. Is that it for Schmidt? That's it for Schmidt. Okay, we will wrap up pretty quick. I understand a pursuit may happen, so I will be prepared for that. But at the top of initiative, it is once again Deoxys. Deoxys does not use... A legendary action for this but rather a proper action of which if you haven't determined it has three um, for each of its forms uh, to perform a cleanse uh, it does not recover any hit points but all at once it removes its blindness its burn um, all of its negative status conditions are washed away and it resumes its focus it's like an entire it's, its whole body is just covered in a, like a cell reforming machine and all of a sudden it's like it's not good as new but it is not suffering from any ailments um, again, it's frustrated, it's angry, and it turns its attention to the Draconid Elders that have cornered it from behind. Deoxys is going to request uh, an intelligence check as a psychic type from each of the Elders and each of their Pokemon. Um, it has turned around, so I don't know what this mechanic is for Walter, who was currently who's behind it before. Yeah. I'm not flanking, but the, he hasn't made a like move yet, right? No, he is requesting a save. From the Draconids, but he yeah. is he's not Draconid. attacking currently. Um, he, did, he, he did a self cleanse and now he's requesting a save. So um, this is a pretty intense save since it's not affecting any of you. I'm not going to tell you what the threshold is, but let's see what happens. Great. Every Draconid and their Pokemon failed the save except oh for Tomatoma's Altaria. The four Draconid elders collapse. They just fall to the ground. Uh, the three Pokemon being Tyrantrum, Walker Skarmory, and Gudra tilt their heads back. And they seem to have undergone some sort of trance. They face forwards back to Deoxys, and their eyes are completely different. They are completely different looking, and they look entirely malicious. Except for Altaria. Deoxys uses its last action to turn back around to face everyone else. It assumes a defensive form, and it plants itself into the ground. 
Hello, and thank you for listening to the 48th episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. A sincere thank you to everyone and your patience while we had a much-needed break over the New Year's holiday. Since it's been a while, I have a lot to catch you all up on, but I'll try to be quick. An extra special thank you to our generous patrons, as always, of which we finally reached 50. As promised, I'm writing a one-shot from the perspective of Team NRG to be played by our usual players to be released on Patreon, making it to the main platforms sometime afterwards. Speaking of patrons, we have so many generous new ones. Thank you to Berto, Zach, Big Fat Nuke, Cody, Matt, Balzik, The Skrunkster, Quanta, Thor, John, Jamie, Gaming Wolf, George, Curb Pip, Grismax, Sam, and Alexander. We wouldn't be able to record or distribute our campaign without your support. You can support us for absolutely free by visiting our links on Linktree at linktr.ee slash d-u-n-s-p-a-r-c-e, like our Twitter and our Discord server. As a new link on the link tree, we have a brand new independent merch store opening today. We have limited inventory at the moment that includes stickers, mugs, and hats, but we are looking forward to expanding our stock as soon as we're able to. Please check it out. We'll be resuming our usual Tuesday schedule for uploads, so as always, thank you for joining us for the start of our fourth season of our story, and we will see you next Tuesday. I'm ready for whatever shenanigans you guys think you're going to do. Schmidt has the gun. <laughs> I'll shoot Deoxys with a gun. He'll be like, oh yeah, I know you have like space powers, but how about this gun? <laughs> God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deoxys explodes. Yeah. Oh, starts making banners. Turns playing. around, shirt completely open. <laughs> There's black rifle coffee below for no reason. Yeah, and well, it's because Squids was saying pinned, and then you were saying pinned. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pins, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Okay, my bad. I was like, "There's rules on pinning things." No, what no, is no, this? No. WWE? Like, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking and about? And Gimli comes in with the chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Here comes Trevor with the steel chair. <laughs> <laughs>